You should listen to this if you are a homeowner or a customer in need of a tradesperson. It is estimated that more than 3 million Brits fall victim to rogue trades every year. And a recent study also shows that a third of UK homeowners put off getting any home improvements done for the fear of a rogue trade. What is actually going on in this world today? Why is there so many evil and horrible people out there trying to rip people off and leave terrible workmanship? Why are people always just chasing the quick buck? I was always taught that you take your reputation to the grave with you. Follow me for part two of this video where I'm going to share a load of tips and hints on finding the right tradesperson for your job. Rogue Trades Part 2 Now you personally may not ever need this but it's handy to know so you can share it with your friends and family. Not only that, there probably will come a time in everybody's life where they will need some sort of trade service. So it's worthwhile keeping this so you know for the future. Rogue Trades How to spot one so before you even pick up the phone or send an email or reach out to any trade, it's worthwhile doing your own wee bit of research. Now this can be a pain because it takes time going through Google, going through Facebook, speaking to people, contacting people, but it's worthwhile in the long term because the last thing you want is a bad job or to be ripped off. Just hassle in people's life that they don't need. So for the sake of another's work, it could be worth it in the long term. Now if you live in a small town or a small area, Good chances are the traders will not have websites because their profit margins and their budgets and that might not stretch out enough to have a website. Even though I know myself that you can get a website on a budget, but some traders are under the mindset of they don't want to spend any money. This means you might have to do a wee bit of research on social media, looking through to see any reviews, any information regarding the trader that you're looking for. If you're not a big fan of social media, you can also reach out to local people, maybe somebody at your work, family, friends, people at your church or other social places that you go to. Just ask, have they had work done by such and such? Have they had this done? Do they recommend anybody? Also, you can look on trade directories. There's loads out there, big name brands that you can check and you can see the reviews. It could be handy. Another thing to be wary about is availability. If you pick up the phone, or get in contact with a trader and they can start the next day. Especially if it's a big job, then you should be wary. It doesn't matter what economy we're in. If you're good at your job, there's always going to be people wanting your services. So just be wary of that. But that doesn't mean if, a, if you pick up the phone and a trader can come out and price the job that day or the next day, that you should be, you should be wary of them. That's not the case. A lot of traders are very proactive when it comes to customers. So they can come out, and even though they might not be able to do the job for a couple of weeks, couple of months, they may be able to come out straight away and see you. Which is a good thing, because then you know you'll get your quote faster and you might get a start date later down the road. When it comes to quotes, I'm very wary of verbal quotes. Now it's okay giving a customer a ballpark figure if you know the job inside out and you know it's a small job or you've just finished the job very similar to it, then giving them an idea straight away is fine. But I always recommend that you get a quote in writing. It gives both parties peace of mind. Also, when it comes to quotes, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Deposits and upfront payments. No experienced tradesperson is going to ask you for a full upfront payment. 
So that is another warning sign. If the job is of a big amount, a stage payment plan should be in place really by both parties. Signing and agreeing with milestones in place. It's always good to get two or three quotes from different companies regarding a job. It gives you a better understanding of what the job entails if the trader will explain to you what is required. Also gives you a good feel for each business as well, depending on how much advice and knowledge they share with you when they're pricing the job. But don't be let on by sales partner and don't let the wheel be pulled over your eyes. You need to remember that you're letting these people into your home. So make sure you pick the right person. Don't always go for price. Don't always go for price. Insurance and qualifications. If you are getting a trader from a trade directory, there is a very good chance, probably 100% chance, that they have got public liability insurance, employers liability insurance, etc. And they have got other certifications to carry out the work. That would be part of the, the company's uh, vetting and verify, verifying stage. Now, if you are getting a trader that comes from word of mouth or you found them on Facebook and that, it can be quite difficult to find out if they are fully insured or not. And just to give you a word of warning, traders actually get scared if a customer asks them if they're fully insured because then they think that you are going to make a claim against them and you've got a evil vendetta from the, from the offset. So it's up to yourself how you present the question of insurance and qualifications when dealing with a trader. There is other ways you can find out information about traders as well. You can go into places like Company's House and find out who the actual owner is, etc, etc. You can also find out if they're members of any national trade bodies as well. But just to make you aware of this, that the national trade bodies, nine times out of ten, charge the businesses to be members of that. This goes back to your local trades. They might not be willing for any extra costs or overheads. So just keep that in mind. Depending on the type of job that you require, it's maybe worthwhile finding out if they've got experience with that type of work or project. You can ask for referrals, testimonials, pictures for their portfolio or work. For more peace of mind, depending on what type of job you're, you're getting done as well, you can also ask what type of guarantees they offer or protections that are included. It's worthwhile asking. Contingency plans for any unseen events. When you are speaking with trades, these are the sort of questions you should be asking, especially if the work involves scaffolding outside, weather, etc. Heating's off in your house while work's getting done, etc, etc. These are questions that you should be asking, especially if it's for large sums. As mentioned before, everything should be written. A documented contract, plans, estimates, quotes, time scales, every last thing, especially if it's for larger sums of money. It gives yourself peace of mind, it gives the trader peace of mind as well, that everybody is aligned with what's happening in the job and you stick to the schedule. Also, some traders have their own T's and C's, so if you're asked to sign a terms and conditions for getting that trader to do work, to work on your behalf, then you should definitely read the T's and C's so you understand what they require as well. If you find this content useful, then please follow my page and share it with anybody you think it could help. My goal with this page is to help homeowners as well as tradespeople 